Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my regular returning player, James Bunkle, and my special guest player, Paul Flinders. Say hello, you two. Hello, you two. Hello there, you two. You know they're big fans. <laughs> it is quite warm in here. Oh, is that the wrong type of fan? <laughs> uh, they will be reprising their roles as Rogar the Paladin Sorcerer and Robert Mayweather the Hunter. Yes, we got the name right. We did. <laughs> Hunter Ranger, Bounty Hunter Extraordinaire. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so last week, I mean, I had fun. <laughs> Robert did not. <laughs> Robert was pissing against the wind. <laughs> I, I like to think that um, Matt and Flo enjoyed your uh, destruction after the uh, the fun of Steve previously. <laughs> oh, I get it now. When they listen to that one, I'm sure it'll be funny. <laughs> um, Revenge! <yeah>. So... <laughs> You two walked into a strange, dreamlike ruin, and horrible dog demon monsters from the outer realms came after you, and they ripped you a new asshole, I think. <laughs> um, multiple orifices in case of um, Robert there. Yeah. <laughs> I did all right. <laughs> you did okay. You did okay. You actually, you, um, you did some sick fucking damage, to be honest. Yeah. Power of uh, paladins. <laughs> Power of paladins single-handedly winning the fight. I can't <laughs> even fucking argue. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, where it was it? Where, so where is where is Rogar was dealing massive, huge fuck off damage? Um, Robert was taking it. <laughs> yeah, see, you served a purpose. Yeah. Yes, I did. As a um, I would say bullet sponge, but it was more of a tongue and sort of like poison sponge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you were attacked by the hounds, and we witnessed what happens when you die in a dream. Turns out you don't actually die in real life. Funny. You die, and you reform, having lost a bit of yourself. And uh, just to clarify, I think I mentioned this at the end of the last episode, but just as a general reminder, because this is a completely homebrew place, so I've kind of come up with all the rules. When you are reduced to zero hit points, you make a save, a save that gets progressively harder the more you fail it, but it still gets harder if you pass it, just at not the same rate. So if you fail it, it goes up by, the DC goes up by two. If you pass it, it goes up by one. If you die, you will reform about 200 feet from where you were, and you're effectively stunned while you recompose yourself so it acts as you being stunned for a minute, so ten rounds but you are restored at full health but not spell slots or anything else if you survive, the DC as I say goes up by one on the check but you will also return about 200 yards away you won't be stunned but you will only have one HP okay, so you're damned if yeah, that's fair so it's a bit of a mixed bag, and as Robert learned, when you reform, you do lose a bit of yourself. So upon dying and failing the check, you lose a memory. And mm -hmm. Robert lost the reason why he uh, left home in the first place. 
Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on, why, why he can't go back. Yeah, sad times for him. But yeah. uh, Rogar survived reasonably well, and the two of you reconvened, and you went hot on the trails of uh, one Martin Howard, your uh, erstwhile bounty. Yes, my and, quarry. Yeah, and you, uh, you made your way into a desert, and you found a village populated by serpent folk. These walking, talking snake creatures. And they seem to have a massive temple to the entity known as Yig. And thanks to a, a scrying spell done by Rogar, you got to see up close and personal on what those Yig followers do as the massive golden statue of a multi-headed snake dripped venom down on a number of prisoners, dissolving them. And then the last prisoner was made to essentially kill himself with a spell that turned his arm into a snake. Not nice. But you did spot Mr. Martin Howard with the prisoners, but seemingly not as locked up as the rest of them. You're not entirely certain what's going on there. He seemed under heavy guard, but not in shackles. And the priests of Yig disappeared back into their temple. And that's where we left off with Rogar returning from his scrying and you two deciding what to do. So you are a little bit outside the village. You've not attempted to approach it or speak to anyone there yet. You're sort of deciding your plan of action on a sand dune. Hmm. So what's up? So um, one thing I wanted to do, once I've stopped laughing hilariously at Robert walking around on a bunch of snakes, (laughs) As I wanted to see if the book made any reference to the relationship between Yig and the Whispering Man, because I'm kind of hoping that if the if the you know if they have a good relationship, if they're on the same side usually and things like that, that not that it'll buy me favor, but they won't kill me instantly. Okay, um, do me a do me a religion check, and it will be with advantage because you're consulting the book. Yeah. A 14. 14. Okay, one moment. I'm going to roll you a... Actually, you, know, you can roll it for me. Roll me a D100. Uh, <laughs> a 43. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> it doesn't bode well. Oh, shit. But I'll uh, tell you why in a moment. <laughs> First... You are successful in obtaining some knowledge from the book. Okay, so remind me. Uh, last week, did you already roll for knowledge on Yig, right? Uh, on the character himself. Uh, sorry, on the uh, the deity himself, I believe so, yes. Yeah, I thought that was the case. Okay, so you consult the book and you try look up how these entities interact with each other. And with a 14, what you, what you glean is there's not much written in here of these entities communicating to each other. Okay. You don't know whether that's because they hate each other, because they're just cool with each other existing, or what have you. It doesn't seem to get overly specific on that. But what it does mention, the only thing that catches your eye, it mentions an entity that does communicate between the gods, between these outer creatures. You read 
about something of a messenger, one who speaks with the voice of the outer gods and seems to act as some sort of communicator for them. Okay. That's what you get with a 14. Okay. And roll me a d100. Another one? Yeah, another one. Oh, 16. I don't know. I don't know if Lowe's bad or Lowe's good. <laughs> They're all interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. This is hilarious. Um, so, Rogar, you're reading the book. Yeah. And Robert, you you watch. Rogar's just sat there reading this book. Mm-hmm. And after like a minute, you realize he hasn't moved. Oh. Or said anything, or reacted in any way at all. Right. Um... Rogar, uh, you okay, man? And I walk up to him and just sort of like tentatively poke him in the back where his temple would be with my finger, just like slightly nudge him, see if he'd move. Uh, you prod his head, his head shifts a little bit, but he doesn't move. Oh, for God's <laughs> um, sake. <laughs> Rogar, you have retreated into your mind and become paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> is this like full on locked in syndrome, or can he not speak at all or anything? He, he can't speak. He is like completely paralyzed. Oh, out of interest, how long does that last for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be an easy episode for me. You're screwed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I- I'm looking at this dice that tells me how long, but I don't know. I mean, it could mean anything. <laughs> well, Roberts are going to die again. Uh, oh, well, been there, done that. Um, uh, fuck. Um, I push Rogar onto his back. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, Rogar, you, you, you tip backwards and sand gets in your armor and it's very uncomfortable, but you still can't move. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm stuck. I'm irritated. <laughs> um, right, can I uh, can I make a perception check just to see if there's anywhere safe I can take him that's out of sight and out of mind? Um, you could try dragging back to the forest. That's the only thing, apart from the village itself. That the rest yeah. of this is kind of like desert and sand, so it's very open. This is it. If he can't move, if he gets spotted and they are hostile, he's so I'm probably going to have to attempt to. If he can't move. Even if I go off and like try and adventure into this place, you know, there's no reason why they'd think if they're hostile, not hostile. There's no reason to think why we're together if they've not seen us. So oh, I'm remember. gonna. Oh, Qu- question, question. Do I breathe? Yes. Even though I'm a ghoul, I still breathe. You are because you're like a half. Well, um, you're a half ghoul, so you're not actually fully monstrous, and you're not undead. You're sort of some weird quasi combination of the uh, two okay i just wanted to know if i had to breathe or not hmm. but if i do <laughs> then i can't my plan won't work <laughs> <laughs> right in that case then i'm gonna have to drag him back to the forest where we can he can we can we we we, 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 we won't be spotted all right do me a, do me a strength check then yep so that will be Rogar is a big heavy man <laughs> yeah i can't see this going well but we'll try it so is it on the save strength save uh check 
So um, roll an athletics or a unskilled. Uh, Actually, it'd be athletics. Athletics would probably be your best one for this. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, with a fourteen, um, you lift Rogar up. Not easily, because he's paralyzed. <laughs> so he's <just laughs> locked in place. And you start dragging him back to the forest. And just as you get to the edge of the forest, Rogar, you're like fireman's carry style over uh, Robert's shoulders. And all of a sudden, you can move again. <laughs> oh my god, that is brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, in that case, I'm over. I just shake off, shake off. So, what the fuck are you playing at, you lazy bastard? <laughs> oh dear, Rogo has no. I mean, R Robert has no knowledge of this book, does he? So, <laughs> to him, it's it's, it's going to literally be he's you know fell asleep essentially. <laughs> uh... God, got sleep apnea or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rogo's just gonna be like as if as you put him down, just be like you're you're a very strange person. <laughs> <laughs> well just, just like side eyeing you like, uh I don't know why you picked me up, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, last thing you remember is you were reading your book and then you were on this guy's shoulders looking at a dead forest. <laughs> <laughs> just I just wanted to prove how strong I was, and yeah, I just put him down and goes. Do you suffer from nar narcolepsy at all? Um, Brogan probably doesn't know what narcolepsy is. <laughs> <laughs> so, just be like, you're a very strange person. I just bow. Bow? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to go back that way. And points towards the village. Yeah, I went this way because I didn't want to leave you in the open. But yes, let's go. We need we our ta our target is there. Okay. Well, unless Robert, you wanted to rest. Well, there could be. I could do with uh, getting the spell slots back. So, actually, to be fun, to be honest, with you, the forest might be the best place. It's not in the open, isn't it? So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Since we're now here, and you've just exhausted yourself carrying a two hundred and seventy-five pound dragon in full armor, <laughs> yeah, you, you you are a bit sore. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just put my thumb in my mouth and blow myself up. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I could I could do with get me me, me and spell slots back. So could do okay. with me. I could do with a wee rest. Yeah, so if we could take a rest, I'll take the, I'll take watch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're taking the four hours to meditate and get all your stuff back. Yeah, because the only thing I, I think I've got all my hit points. I just need my spell slots. So yeah. Okay. Um, Rogar, make me a perception check. Uh, can I do it with advantage? Uh, if you're taking your helmet off, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch, try and see everything, Anna. A fourteen. Shit. <laughs> fourteen. Um. After about half an hour of sat at the edge of this uh, dead and decaying forest, you do notice that mist start to appear again that Robert saw the first time. It's like a small pile of mist that just seems to be creeping around a tree, but not really moving from there. Hmm. Probably about 60 feet away from you. 
Okay. Is Robert like coming out of his trance? No, this is like after half an hour. He's mid nap. Um. Right. Okay. Uh. It, it's not moving anywhere though. It's just about. It's still sixty feet away. Yep. Just waiting there. Uh. Hmm. Well, as far as I know, it's just mist. Though Robert did speak about a mist when the two when the hounds attacked, so I'm a bit wary of it. Um, I don't want to wake him up if nothing's going to happen. Um, I mean, you can wait longer if you want. Yeah, I might. I might can I give it like another? If it starts moving, can, can, so you know, can I still still keep an eye on it and like keep my wits about me with what else might be around? But uh, you know. Specifically, like keeping the like I don't know the third eye or whatever on that. Okay, yeah. I mean, you can wait. Do you want to wait like an hour or something, or do you want to just keep going until something happens? Um, give it another half an hour or so. Just see if it's like see if it's grown or it's like moved or you know what I mean. Uh, okay. So you stay there, like keeping an eye on it for about a half an hour, and nothing seems to happen. It doesn't seem to move. Okay. And I don't sense anything else moving. Not that you can see. Okay. Um, yeah. Go on then. I'm. I'm gonna. I don't. I just want. An, if if it starts moving or growing or something, then I, I want to know. Um, you know, or obviously, if I hear anything else moving in the, you know, throughout the bushes or, you know, snake sure. men running at me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So okay. So about another. Half an hour goes by, and Rogo, you feel a little odd. You feel drained, and I want you to lose two maximum health. What? Two max health. Should I write down my actual max HP somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, keep a note of that somewhere. But your maximum hit points total is just reduced by two. Does that mean my current hit total is reduced by two, or that still stays the same because I've not lost any? No, total, like total and that. So if you're at max, you're, yeah. you, don't, you don't overlap. You're not at 110. Right, okay. Interesting. Okay. Would I have any idea as to why? Um, don't know. Do you want to do me a roll? Um, I'd say if you're trying to work out... If you're trying to just work out generally, I'd say do an arcana because this seems... You probably guess that this is magical in nature somehow. I'm I'm guessing it's because of how long I've been on this plane, but would it affect me as well? Doesn't seem to have. Mm. You're just resting peacefully. Yeah, you see, I don't know how you got here. Um, but I know how I did. Uh, so just an arcana check. Would this mean I lose concentration on like checking on things? No, you can do an arcana check. It's like something's just happened to you. You feel strange. You right, can okay. think about it. Right. The mist is still just waiting there behind a tree. A 22 for my arcana check. Oh, 22? With a 22? You're not 100% sure what's happened, but whatever just happened to you felt magical and almost like some sort of attack. Okay, so there's some kind of invisible thing somewhere around me, then, if it felt like an attack. So uh, I'll use my Define Sense to see if I can like, sense any uh, good and evil, basically. Interesting. Um... Using your divine sense, what was the radius on your divine sense? Oh, I have it here, actually. It's oh, yeah. 60. Um, it is. You know the location of any celestial fiend or undead. 
Oh, you're using the other one, aren't you? Sense Evil or whatever it's called? Um, no, no, that is the Divine Sense. It's Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's yeah, Good and I, Evil, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can open your awareness to detect such forces until the end of your next turn, you're the location of any Celestial, Fiend, or Undead. Okay, you do that, and you don't sense any of those entities. Hmm. Well, I, I, I can't, so I can't locate any of those, but do I sense any good or evil around me? Uh, you don't sense any area that has been desecrated or consecrated or anything like that. Okay. Um, you, hmm. send a, you send a ping out and you don't really notice anything. Yeah. Okay, so that's mm, interesting. Um, I think we need to move, but I'm obviously... Well, if I feel like it's been... A, if I feel like it's an attack, then... Like in my head, it's running through that there's either something invisible that I can't see, or like I've been bitten by a fly or something. Because mm. initially, I thought it was just because I was on, you know, because I've been in the dreamlands and dreamlands doesn't really exist. I can only be here for so long, mm. type of thing. But it, we, just because you use the word attack, it's like there's something happening somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little bit like, how would I? Notice it, um, because I couldn't do it with just a perception check. I'm guessing. Um, see if I'm having a quick look to see if I've got any spells I can use. I don't think I've got anything, unfortunately. No. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask if there's a, if you if I don't know. Would it would I be able to do another perception check to see if I I don't know like if I can hear anything rust any trees rustling or anything like that? Because if something's just yeah, okay, I'll let you... up on that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that you're realizing that something's going on that seems to be aggressively acting against you, do another perception check, see if you notice anything different this time. Will I get advantage on this or not? Yeah, yeah, you're still, uh, you're still using your uh, third eye. An 18. An 18? Scanning round, you look around and you can see these dead, decaying trees and this nasty-looking, like, dead leaf covered ground that eventually blends off into this desert in the distance. You don't notice any s serpent men. You don't notice anything coming at you. You don't see anything near you that would give away an invisible intruder, but you still notice the mist. And with an 18, there's something odd about the shape of this thing. You swear when you blink for a moment that it almost looks humanoid before it disperses into being more mist-like. Can I throw a fireball at it? Yeah, you can throw a fireball at it if you want. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to throw a fireball at it. <laughs> okay. As a reaction, he's going to absorb magic. So roll with disadvantage. So I've got to roll a d20, Anna. Yep. Uh, oh, well, freeze going to miss. <laughs> <laughs> fireball just cracks against the, uh, the dead tree that it stood behind. and Yeah, it does nothing. But as you attack it, it decides to start floating up into the air and goes up about 40 feet. So it's now just like, you just see this mist that seems to occasionally form into like a, almost a weirdly stretched gangly parody of like an emaciated human form and then switch back to being completely mist-like and it's now just hovering at the, the topmost parts of the trees, just among the dead branches. I'm just going to shout, look, Miss Boy, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're here. Or why are you bothering me? But any chance you just want to talk about this? <laughs> you yell that out. Do me a do me a persuasion. Okay. 
Uh, not one of my strong suits, but... 15. That's not bad. That, yeah, but is it enough? <laughs> um, a 15, as it's kind of hovering up there, you do hear this strange, like, echoey voice that's just almost struggling to take any sort of shape or form as it kind of flows down to you and goes, Must feed. Feed. So is it is it like lunging at me or anything? No, it's just floating up there. So, wait, wait, right. So you want to feed. You want to feed on someone, I assume. Um, but... Yeah, you don't. You don't really want it to be to be me, you know. If you, if you want some help finding, like you know, somebody to eat or something, pretty sure I can point you in a decent direction. Um, give me another persuasion. Yeah, all right, okay. A twenty-one, and not oh! twenty for me. Okay. You you say that, and it doesn't respond, but it also doesn't seem to take any sort of aggressive action. It's almost just sort of floating there, curious. I'm just kind of like, I'm looking at it, arms open kind of thing. Like, look, I'm not, I've not attacked you. Well, only because I couldn't see you and you, I'm assuming, bit me or whatever. But look, I don't want to fight you. I don't see there's any reason to. You've, I mean, I have no idea who you are or what you are. But, you know, you said you need to feed plenty, plenty of humans, snakes, all kinds of stuff over there in that village there. You know, if you want one, I'll bring you one. Don't worry about it. Just don't eat me. As it's floating there, it looks... Well, you can't really tell what it's doing because this form is so lacking true shape. But it seems to consider what you're saying and then it stretches out this long, stretched-out arm and points down at Robert who's still lying there, and goes, <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't know what it is. It's not an undead. Fae or fiend. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, if I've got anything I can like give it to feed it for a bit. There's nothing I could do because I'm meditating. I'm flat out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it's feeding on. I don't know if it's just feeding on us because we're alive, or it's feeding on like a particular thing. Uh, I'd say do me, do me a straight up intellect check for that. Okay. Based on what you worked out with your Arcana check, I'll let you do it on skilled intellect. Nineteen. Nineteen. Best guess from how it's acting and how you felt. You think it ate a bit of you, like it drained your vitality in some way. Not a lot, but it did take a little bit. Okay. So, hmm. And that, it did that in like half an hour. Uh, an hour is, it took an hour from when you're noticing it to you feeling anything. Okay. And I have no idea how long the fe- effects will last either. Um, okay. So, just, just, out of curiosity, up there, uh, floating ago. Um, why, why, why is, it, is it in particular here that you need to feed? Or, you know, maybe we go down there and you can feed on hundreds of people rather than me and, uh, well, 
the sleeping man. <laughs> Safe here. Feed. Oh. Okay. So, but if I brought you someone here, you could feed them. So, tell you what, you let me and my friend go and get you some people, and you can feed on them. Quite happy with that. You'll get more than just us two to feed on. You know, I'll make sure there's a, you know, let's double it. I'll bring four people back with me. So you get twice as much food. Me and my friend get to live. And hey, you're, you're, you're feeding for a fair income longer. Uh, okay, do me one last persuasion on that one then. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Another 19. 19. Bring. Bring. Food. So, I, so Robert's only been asleep for about an hour, hasn't he? Uh, hour and a half. So, I don't want to leave this thing hanging because he's literally just going to start feeding on him and I can't see it. Um, and he's not going to wake up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, fortunately, Robert, I think you're going to have to wake up after your hour. Um, so, what I'm going to do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to wake Robert up because he needs to. He's going to have to shift. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have any short rest abilities, but they would return based on yeah, that. No, I don't have any. Alright, well, none of your long rest stuff is back yet. I don't think so. So it would, it would, it would say on the spell description, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. All your spells should be long rest because it's uh, how rangers work. But I don't know if rangers have any short rest abilities like fighters do. I think they're all long rest, but yeah, I've not, not, not got now. Okay. So you are suddenly woken up by a. Shaking Rogar. No, 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 What the? What? What? I'm just gonna say, right? We've got to make. We've got to make some moves. I, I hand him the vial of mage's blood. Oh. Hmm. And just say, take that for now. But we need to go and bring some food back for uh, hmm. the floating mist over there. Or he's just gonna eat you anyway. Um. Yeah. I've got much choice then. Yeah, you look up and you see this weird, floating, elongated-looking humanoid creature that's made of mist. <laughs> um, I just sort of, like, jump back in horror and just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll start, we'll, we'll have to make some tracks uh, towards the city because I've said I'm going to bring this guy food and, to be honest, I'm not, I don't want to not, just because... <sighs> Though it doesn't appear as he can do too much damage to us, um, I don't really want him to either have hundreds of his buddies come and eat us alive or, you know, whatever it may be, because I don't really know what he is or understand what he is. I just know I've managed to talk him round. Robert didn't hear much of that. He's already on his way. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Running down the sand dune. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're, we're making tracks to, uh, to, the, uh, to the city. Okay. Yep. Um, that veil of mage's blood. Um, I may as well use that right away. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't have any spell slots as it is anyway. So. Okay. So, right. You take out the little vial of uh, electric blue-looking liquid, and yeah, you down it. Make me a Constitution saving throw. Yep. So, core skills, Constitution save. 
An eighteen. Oh wow, nicely done. No, you're not. You're not a stranger to a uh, illicit uh, substance. You were down this pretty quickly, and yeah, you feel you you feel electrified. You feel your entire body has been like charged up for a moment, and you do regain a spell slot up to the second level. So you okay, can okay. take a second level spell slot. But um, yeah, you feel great. You feel wired. You feel awake. But thankfully, with an eighteen, you don't feel addicted. Awesomes. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go. Let's let's go do. Let's go do this. Um. So, how are we going to go about this? Obviously, we got to go towards that place. I point towards the big snake and go. What What are you thinking? I'm thinking there's two. I'm thinking there's two. There's actually two missions here. Um. Because what I know of Yig is he cares about his followers. Um. But I'm assuming the majority of those will be in the temple. So the options are we either break into the temple, take some prisoners and feed them to him, or we take some people first, feed them to him, then break into the temple and get Martin Howard out. Hmm. It's, if we take people out, are they going to notice? Um, uh, a small village like that, I would assume so. Because hmm. that means, obviously, if we go in, attack it, if we go in, attack it, after we've fed Misty Boy... Um, they're already going to be on high alert. They're going to be on high alert, and everything's yeah. More than likely, if they've got any big boys in reserve, they're going to be out and about. So, um, I'm thinking we go in and gather people as we go, if we can. Mm-hmm. And who's to say we have to go back that way? If we do, if we can't, we could always go the opposite direction. Yeah, but this isn't the first time we've seen the mist. And I'm assuming, well, we wouldn't know if it was the same mist that we're, I Well, this is it. One mist, one mist was them hounds. The other mist, obviously. Or was it there and then they showed up? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is it. I mean, if we go the opposite way, we also don't know what's that way. Um... So I'm thinking, right. So the, be- the, best, the, best, the, best, the best way forward is we need to get in the temple. Because they looked like there was a, I'm as, the way it seemed to be, is it looked like there was a fair number of prisoners in there, including mine. Yes. So we're not. I mean, maybe they'll trade them for something, but I don't. Mm. I don't know what's valuable in this world. I'm guessing it's not coin. Um. This might sound daft. What about magical weapons to fight these weird things with? Yeah, but. Um, Unfortunately, I don't. I don't own anything like that. I don't think they want my. I, 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 I don't know because uh, just. I'm thinking. I don't. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the best. The best idea is going to be we've got to get in the temple somehow. Hopefully, if you like, this, hopefully there's a sewer or something. Might not be. Depends how primitive this city is. I'm assuming pretty primitive. Um. Mm. So we've got to get in the temple, get the prisoners out. So we can almost treat it as a rescue mission. So we're going in, rescuing the prisoners, getting them out, and then providing we get back to the woods with more than four. You know, I'm pretty sure we can take out some common folk and, uh, you know, our little man can have his way. And we get Martin at the same time because we're taking the prisoners. Robert looks at him funny and says, why prisoners? They've done nothing wrong. Well, put it this way, Robert. I could have left you asleep and it could have eaten you. 
prisoners less likely to put up a fight usually weakened in some fashion probably in chains also um you know expendable and mm. not exactly a fight whereas fighting the big snake men with the poison daggers that melt people um might not go our way see robert takes this information in and he thinks back to when he in air quotations died fighting in the last fight and realized he came back um so thinking well Rogar, maybe maybe you're onto something here because maybe if we did feed them to him maybe they would come back like i did and he would be fed okay they would you know you they may lose something but at least they, they live because I kind of want Robert to go ahead with the plan, I'm going to agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> well, obviously, Rob, Rob, Robert don't know any other non the wiser, so, um, yeah. so begrudgingly, I agree. Ro- well, Robert agrees begrudgingly. Like, okay, we'll take some prisoners and we'll feed whatever the fuck that thing is, um. We'll get Robert Mayweather out. Not Robert Mayweather. Me, I'm Robert Mayweather. Uh, Martin Howard. And we'll be stinking rich. It might be worth it. Definitely worth a shot. So, yeah, I'll, um, if we move up, I'll let you, you know, go do a bit of a, on a bit of a scout. A recce. Yeah. A bit of a recce. And um, report back what you see. Meanwhile, I'm going to make myself look cool. <laughs> so on that note i you still look like tommy at the moment actually <laughs> yeah oh i'm gonna to continue to look like tommy i'm just gonna put my cool i'm gonna put the uh try and put the whispering armor uh the whispering man armor back on you know rather than the standard black mm-hmm. so yeah but uh, I'll, let, I'll let robert do his recce right so i will go round the outside the perimeter as best i can out of sight but have a look and see what's if there's any ways in, or any way we could sneak in. Sure, do me a stealth check with advantage because of your boots. Yes, skills, stealth. Ooh. Ten. Yeah, wow. that's not great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay. Robert starts making his way towards the village. This ain't and... good. He ducks down, he's kind of like crawling through the sand a little bit, and he's getting closer, and he goes, wait a minute, they like snakes, don't they? And you get down on your belly, and you start crawling, doing like an almost snake-like way of getting closer (laughs) to the village, thinking, this is the best plan I have ever had. (laughs) As you get to the, basically where the village starts, there's no walls here, this isn't like a fortified um, settlement, it is literally a, a small village probably a population of definitely less than a thousand people, probably even less than 500. And you you kind of crawl up to the first building, and as you're leaning against the wall, thinking you're super stealthy, a guy who you're guessing is some sort of guard, he's um, wearing slightly uh, more fancy robes, but he looks a bit bigger, a bit burlier, and he's carrying this massive brass-colored, wicked dagger at his uh, waist. Looks at you and goes, Who are you? Uh, um... Yeah, um... Yeah, I heard there's some sort of, like, cult here. Um, 
um worshiping yig i i was just wondering can i join um yeah <laughs> be forceful do me a persuasion <laughs> yeah um persuasion this ain't gonna go well <laughs> 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 this this serpent folk, this giant walking cobra, kind of squints at you for a moment, tilts his head to one side, just completely baffled. You you wish to worship the snake father? Yeah. He kind of starts walking towards you. Um. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, I know he's not going to. Like, I'm well, he gets close to you and goes, You wish to be like the snakes, worship the great Yig? Yes, uh, can I see any of this? <laughs> You're, I'm guessing, you stayed up on the like 200 feet away. You can see, like. You can see where Robert is. Like he's leaning up against a um, a house, and there is a person talking to him. You don't really can't really see how it's going. <laughs> but I saw him drop to the floor like a snake. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that, that's your song. <laughs> um, I don't know how to play this. Um, be confident and go with the story. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. Um. I've always. I've always. I've always had like a sort of like inner snake sort of thing of you know you saw me approach i assume you know any good card <laughs> would um and... he, he smiles at you with this very reptilian grin and goes oh you wish to be snake i see and he reaches into his um a pouch at his waist and pulls out this little vial of green liquid and goes true snake and he gives it to you Drink. Um, I take it and uh, I fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Just cheese it. Yeah. Are you running into the village or away from it? I'm running away. <laughs> I fucked this. <laughs> <laughs> As you're running away, you just hear, Snake, don't run, it's slither. I'm going to turn around. Okay, thank you. I slither. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem to follow you. He's very baffled by what just happened. <laughs> As you half slither away into the desert. Absolutely. You know, I, I got to see method in the madness. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> uh, do I make it back? To, do I make it back to Rogar? <laughs> Yeah, you make it back to him. Right, um, I go up to Rogar and go, um, Plan B! And then, can you identify what this is? And I give it to Rogar. I'm guessing that's an arcana check. Um, you'd be more, um, like, it's more like alchemist tools, like poison detecting. Oh. Uh, Would I be able to do that? I don't think you have a poisoner's kit, do you? No. But, or no. any alchemist supplies. No. Um, I mean, I would say because you're I not proficient in anything, I'd say a straight up intelligence to take a stab in the dark. Was oh, that for me? 
Oh. For either of you. Can I just assume you don't drink it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll try to do an intelligence check just to see. Um, see if I can have a guess. Oh, well, I rolled a 19. Well, sack that then. I don't need to. <laughs> you look at it. You look at the snake village. You look back at it and go, yeah, that's fucking poison. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might I hold on to it, though. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, if you want to keep it, you put in your inventory one vial of weak poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, I didn't drink that. Okay. I, I, did, I did consider it for a second. I thought, right, this doesn't look going to be, but it's either going to be, it's either going to hurt me or turn me into a snake. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping that it's like, you just thought I was just completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that didn't go well. No. Um, but he didn't follow, which is also strange. He probably well, falls... Oh. Both oh. of you do me a perception check. Oh. He did. Um, I'm going to use advantage. Yeah, you uh, oh, watch God. as Rogar lifts his helmet and you see his horrifying Tommy face with a third eye just appearing. <laughs> oh, he's pretty. Two nat 20s. What a waste! <laughs> <laughs> Rogar, you see three snake men walking in the direction of the fleeing ranger pretending to be a snake. <laughs> Great. Um, I wonder if a man can eat snake men. Probably not. Oh, well, I'm going to assume he can. Good shout. Yeah, I'm thinking flee and bring them with. Yes, do um, that. Do that. Yeah, it's... Interesting to see how, how far they'll come. Are you just fleeing immediately, or are you letting them get... I was to say, you let them get a bit closer, and then they see us, and then we'll run. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming, Well, I don't know how fast these buggers can move. Um, then again, I've got Berserker boots, so I'm not too bad. As long as I can outrun brother, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. If I... Um, yeah, if we if we, if we if we let them get a bit, you know, close enough to see us, if they haven't already, I'm assuming they have. Uh, they're walking directly at you. And then, yeah, screw it. We're gonna we're gonna start. We're gonna leg it back to the wood. Okay, you start legging it back to the wood. And see if well, as soon as they stop following, we might like stop. But we just want to see if they follow. Okay. Um, let's see if they bother to follow you or not. I mean, they're chasing an imbecile. <laughs> they get... You guys start legging it back towards the wood. They, you watch as they get to the sand dune where you two were, and they see you running into the wood, and they don't seem to follow. Oh, oh damn it. Okay, so we'll, we'll have to head back then. Um, so I suppose as we... You know, uh, we'll stop before we get to the wood because if they if we've noticed they're not following us anymore, I don't think we carry on running. No. So I'm thinking if we, you know, I suppose wander back for attempt two. Yeah, because I try and go them in. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I want to do. I want to try yeah. and draw away. But if they're not if they're not going to bite, they're not going to go for it. Then that's fine because we can go back. Right. Well. Rogue, uh, Robert, Robert just goes, just, well, just wait there a second. And I, I saunter out and go, I thought you were real snakes. Come and follow me. I'll get on the floor, sliver back into the forest, see if they'll follow. 
<laughs> Do me a, I guess, an intimidation. <laughs> Where's the intimidation? There we are. Oh, charisma, is it? That one. Yeah. Oh, this, this is not going to go well. <laughs> 19! Uh... <laughs> you see the three uh, snake folk who are on the sand dune looking at you were turning to leave and then they look over at your wild yelling and they start heading towards you again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, I just keep I just keep throwing random snake-based insults at them until they get into the forest. Hopefully. <laughs> so, so what are you doing in the forest? Trying deep into the forest. Yeah, just towards the the misty boy, aren't we? Yeah, he's like he's near the edge of the forest. So yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, we're out of clear sight from the village. Uh huh. Uh, obviously, without some kind of scrying spell, I would assume. Um, and then we're in we're in the bit where the where Misty Boy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, I wonder if you can feed on them. I'm guessing. Do they have to be a? Oh, I wouldn't know if they had to be alive for him to feed on them. <sighs> well, he fed on you when you were alive. Yeah. I know, I, well, I'm I'm like ish. Um, <laughs> But what I mean is whether we just have to try and take them down non-lethally or whether we can, like... He, tra- he tried to feed on me. He wanted to feed no, on he me. wanted to feed on you when you were asleep. Um, but because he, he basically feeds on life force, the weaker the people that we bring, the less that he's going to get from it. So what I'm thinking is these guys are all going to be, like, pretty big, pretty strong, by the, I'm guessing. So well, we, don't, we don't know how strong Misty Boy is. That could just be, like one of his attacks yeah yeah that's true um so i'm kind of hoping misty boy's going to lend us a hand here um though chances are he probably won't um but yeah so we're just we're luring him to where he is basically with the idea that he you know give it give us a bit of a hand and we'll try and and i want to say like non-lethally stun them so that he could he can feed on them if he doesn't give us a helping hand anyway yeah it works that's what i'm thinking you know using the robert can use the trees to his advantage a little bit and uh well yeah we'll see how it goes right so you sorry you're just waiting in the forest yeah so we're kind of we're we're hidden like just on the edge of the you know where we where we left misty boy Mm -hmm. and seeing if they come in okay well you two do me stealth checks then if you're hiding from them Mine would be an advantage, won't it? Yours with advantage, Rogers with disadvantage. Twenty-three. Oh, you're all right. A four. Oh. <laughs> well. They clearly see me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, Robert, you uh, duck down behind a tree and you hide all stealthy. You watch Rogar attempt to do the same thing, but clearly half his body is stuck out the back of the tree. <laughs> As these three serpent folk walk to the uh, to the forest edge and yell out towards you, Rogar, why do you run, strange people? Well, since they can see me, um, might as well step out a little bit. Um, 
you know, so that so that they can see they can see the symbol and the you know that um, I look like a large version of Tommy. And <laughs> um, <laughs> just like, well, to be fair, I don't really know what's going on. Um, there was a strange man uh, raving about being a snake and wanting to sliver away and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I, I and he was like, "Oh, run!" And I was like, "Uh, uh um, okay." So followed him somewhere around here. I don't quite know where he is though. Um, but it was just kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, when you're stuck in a moment. All right, do me a deception. <laughs> An eighteen. Nice. Eighteen. Okay. There you go. Huh. He, the uh, the guy who seems to be at least leading these three, walks forward to you and goes, huh. "Interesting. This man you claim not to know runs to you. Well." We have ways to find out truth. Why don't you come with us? And he casts suggestion on you. Make me a wisdom saving throw. A 19. 19. Uh, you feel the sudden compulsion to do what this uh, serpent folk says, but then your just mental resilience shakes it off, and you're like, nope, nope, not going to do what they say just because they say it. Yeah, and I'm pretty much going to be like, whoa, 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 look. Let's uh, let's take a second here. Yeah, I'm not really looking to fight you guys or anything like that. But I, I don't do what you know mortals say. The you know there's a higher power up there, and I'll do what he says. But that's about it. Why do you and your friend antagonize us then? You come to a village claiming to worship Yik? What foolishness is this? To be fair, I've never been to your village. Um, and you can clearly see who I worship. So they, um, they squint at the symbol that you've got back on your armor, and they kind of shrug. They don't recognize it. Hmm. Interesting. But then again, I wouldn't know that they don't recognize it. Or, or do I do I understand that from their faces? You kind of they don't seem impressed by when you say that. Okay, well, it wasn't more. It wasn't me trying to impress them. Obviously, they're not going to know every god. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, it's more of a. I don't claim to worship your god. I've no interest in worshiping your god. And you know, look, I don't. I don't. I'm not interested in having a fight. Kind of like running where the fuck Robert is, if he's going to jump out and get a sneak attack or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it's a bit of a just, just hold on a second. Don't you know? I'm not trying to. Uh, you don't know me. I don't know you. I didn't come to your village. You can ask because I didn't go anywhere near it. And you know, there's not exactly many people for this guy to have run to and start ranting and raving. At. So, yeah, I guess it's a persuasion. Um, he did see through your first attempt. I'd say it's still deception, because you're still lying about Rob not knowing. He saw through it as a... Jesus, so he rolled really high. I rolled a natural 17. <laughs> Plus three. So, it's another deception check. Yeah. I can't roll this well forever. <laughs> You've been rolling insanely well. The hell is wrong with you? That's still good. I, I rolled a 16. 
So he gets a plus three. So I need him to roll poorly. He looks at you and goes, Well, maybe you don't know him. Maybe you do. Maybe you sent him down to spy on village. I don't know why you didn't just come and say hello yourself. <laughs> I'm not sure if we frighten you. <laughs> but if you wish to come to our village, you must merely obey our rules. That's interesting. What are these rules? It's simple. Do not incite anyone against the great serpent father. Do no harm to our citizens. Do no harm to the snakes. And when you are done, simply leave without concern. Is that understood? They sound like really simple rules and and ones that I quite happily abide by. Um, yeah, I have no interest in hurting anybody. And I tell you what, I don't want to. I don't want to do anything but maybe get a bit of a drink. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys have a tavern. Of course we do. What else is there to do out in a desert? Drink. Well, I mean, clearly you worship a god as well, so you know you've got that going for you. Do me a do me an insight check. A twenty. Nice. A twenty. Uh, so the guy you're conversing with, the guy who's forward, nods at that and seems to be agreeing with what you're saying. One of the guys he brought with him, when you say clearly you worship a god, seems a little shifty. Is the wrong word, but he kind of. Avoids looking at anyone he kind of like turns his head away a little bit you know does that thing where you like like pushing your foot into the ground like turning on your heel you know trying not to think about it trying to distract yeah. yourself in the moment ah. you, you spot that that's very interesting so maybe not everybody in the village worships you yeah but he's still he's he's still a he's still a snake though oh yeah yeah all three of them are serpent yeah serpent falcon okay um Right. Um, they, uh, okay. They've not given me any reason to distrust them. <laughs> um, I suppose, can I do, could I do an insight check on the guy who was talking to me? Uh, what, to see if he was lying to you about the rules? or I just want, uh, yeah, kind of get a sense of if he's trying to trick me into coming because they just want to sacrifice me or something, or whether these are genuinely the rules and I can come and go as long as I don't annoy anybody i'd say with your 20 i'll, I'll cover it in because you are you're trying to read all of them and that's that's what you got with that guy at the back the guy at the front you you get the sense that he's not lying but with the 20 you do read maybe there's maybe there's a lot of people who think those rules are simple but then you remember there were also a lot of prisoners in that temple yeah yeah okay Mm. So maybe if you don't, if you don't prove that you worship Yig in that village, you you become a prisoner and then a sacrifice. Well, no, no, no. The, the rules weren't to worship him. The rules were to not dissuade anybody else from worshiping mm. him. So right. it's it's don't convert anybody, don't hurt anyone, don't hurt any snakes, and basically live peacefully. That was kind of what I got. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, you know, that seems, it sounds easy. <laughs> 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 I 
see Robert sat there waiting with um obviously no one's seen him, but he's got his boulder on just in case. He's just waiting for the signal. I don't want I don't mm. part of me doesn't want to instigate a fight right now and here. Though I think it'd be helpful in the trying to get people for this thing to eat, but I'm not 100% sure if they need to be alive. And if they need to be alive, then we kind of want the prisoners. Mm. You know, like I said, for, for the reasons I gave before, rather than having to try and fight down these three big dudes. Um. Okay, so let's say, right, well, let's say those rules sound perfectly plausible. I mean, I don't, I don't really need a, a, an escort to get there. It's the only place for miles around. Um, but, you know... I've just got some, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's something going on in these woods and I'm not too sure what it is. Um, so I might do, try and do a little bit of research, you know, try and figure out what's going on. And then, you know, I'll come down for that drink. The guy in the league kind of nods at that and goes, visit or don't is your prerogative. We must return to our posts. And they start to leave. Okay. Um, I'm guessing I've not seen Misty Boy or heard anything. Uh, as you start looking around, uh, you can see just a little bit away from you, probably 60 feet. Do you see the mist kind of lurking around the tree branches? Okay. But he didn't... He didn't seem to do anything. Yeah. Which, hmm. which is interesting, because I would have assumed while they were stood there, he would have done what he did to me. Yeah, but you do recall it took an hour for anything to happen to you. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't know. I thought I would have seen the mist moving or something. You know, it's, it's, but it's fair, it's fair, it's fair. Like I say, yeah. it wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't the idea. That was just a, an opportunity. Um, yeah, Robert puts his bow away, by the way, when he sees him leave. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to get into a yeah. fight two on one. Well, three on two versus them. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem smart. No, I'm really, um, especially if those are the rules. But like you say, there's they're probably not as simple as they are. Hmm. And plus, I do kind of want to just go fuck shit up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, hmm, interesting. So we can take. So we don't. So we fear we, we don't actually have to. So. No, we don't actually have to like sneak in or anything. We can literally mm. go. We just have to be careful not to in incite anyone. Yeah, don't incite anyone. Don't hurt any snakes. Don't try and convert anyone. I'm guessing there's no real trial. I'm guessing it's just a matter of, oh, this person tried to do this to me. And then you're arrested and they try and, well, they drip poison all over your face. So, yeah. <laughs> so, have they have, uh, have the three gone now? Yeah, if you guys wait for a little while, you see them walk over the uh, sand dune again. Start heading back to the village. Yeah, I'll come out of hiding then. Can I make myself look like one of them, or try and imagine myself looking kind of like one of them? You can. It will be a much higher DC though. Okay. I would say it'd be DC sixteen to try force your form like that, and you don't know how long it would last. Okay. I'll do a roll for that separately. Right. Okay. That's that's fine. I'm just thinking I might try. I might try something like that. But then it did trial somebody for deception. Hmm. Thing is, if we're going to get one of the prisoners out, we're going to piss somebody off at some point. So 
oh, I know that. I know that. Yeah. This has got this has got to end in a glory. But a blaze of glory when you've killed three people and put them on high alert, or a blaze of glory where they allow you to walk in and then firebomb everything is very different. Are you sure? So, you know, I'm thinking we make our way there and uh, get that drink. We could possibly have a proper rest as well. Well, yeah, I suppose we could try and have a proper rest. Or yeah. You can. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, yep. um, yeah, we're going. We're, we're going to head there normally, and you know, without not not. So, I'm not saying without a care, but you know, less. Well, we're not. We're not going to sliver on the ground like snake. Please. No, absolutely not. <laughs> we're not going to stealth over like idiots. Like I. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you start making your way back towards the village. This time, not acting like snakes, and you walk. Straight up this time, and the guard, you see there was one of the three who came after you, not the one who was acting shifty, just one of the, the other guy who just seemed to be in support of everything. And uh, you walk into this village, and it is, a say, a small desert village. It's um, got kind of your sun-baked houses, and really the main feature here is the massive temple. It It is grander than anything else that you'd than should be here really like if you were if you were in the material world this would be like a at best a poor to slightly less poor farming village maybe a bit bigger than that to see a massive golden temple of a multi-headed snake is not the sort of thing you, you tend to associate with a place that looks like this but you're in a bit of a strange place so you kind of accept the weirdness here and yeah you walk into the village so what are you doing are you going straight to the tavern yeah, my yeah, um, well. yeah. Go to the tavern. Let's see if they, I want. I want to know if they actually use gold. Hmm. So, um, okay, you walk through the village, and it, it's quite small. So, it won't make you roll to find the tavern. It honestly wouldn't take you that long. It takes about it takes you about ten minutes to find a place that looks like a tavern. You see a sign on the door that says the Snake Pit, and <laughs> you see a symbol of. Um, uh, are you guys familiar with the Ouroboros symbol, the snake eating its own tail? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you see that is painted on the uh, the sign. And you go inside. As you walk in, it's a, it's a relatively small tavern downstairs, but it's got a few people in there, and you notice there is a snake folk behind the bar, currently uh, cleaning a couple of glasses. You see... A very uh, a strange creature, something that neither of you have ever seen before. This, it's large, and first you think it's some sort of snake because it has a long snake-like tail. Then you notice it's it's red and has three arms, and its face is almost more reptilian. It's curled up in a uh, booth by itself, just having a drink. And then you see one other person who is sat on his own at a table, who looks like a an old snake folk, and he's just a uh, you see, he is a few drinks deep, and that's who's in the tavern at the minute. Hmm. Well, hmm. Why do I get that? Why do I get a bad feeling? They drink poison. Um, I might see if the. Oh, well, I'm I'm thinking straight to the bar. See if they actually drink beer. And um, well, what what the hell do I have to pay with? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's why. That, well, that's the first one that I want to kind of find. Barkeeps always have a bit of a chatter about them. 
Sure. So you walk up to the barkeep and you see it's a um, a woman, actually, one of the first that you've seen of the snake folk. They look very similar, still got the sort of cobra-headed hood, so slightly more feminine features in general. And as you approach, she doesn't seem to mind that you two are not snake people. She sort of nods towards you and goes, what would you like? Yeah, I'm going to assume you serve beer. So um, I'm going to have a beer, and I'm guessing my friend here, Robert, will have a beer. Absolutely. I'm afraid we only serve cider. Alcohol's alcohol. I, 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 I can push the boat out. Yeah. <laughs> Snake Village, cider only. Okay. All glory of Yig. <laughs> I've got worse cider in my time. <laughs> uh, she pours out two uh, flagons of cider and kind of puts them in there, and she goes, that would be 50 silver. Hey, I've got silver. <laughs> I oh, have uh, gold. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll pay her with a bit of silver. Okay. Chuck her some coin, and uh, she goes back to cleaning glasses and tidying the uh, the bar. Okay. Um, I'm assuming Rogar's just paid for mine there. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, uh, this is why I let you drink it first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I do that thing, you know, where you sniff some, sort of like, you dip your finger in, just have a quick little taste to see if it actually tastes like cider. Um, Can I do a check to see if it actually is cider? <laughs> sure. Um, ooh, do me, I guess, a perception to kind of like smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six. Ah, as far as you can tell, kind of smells like cider. I've, you know, I mean, I've drank cider before, Rogar. You know, I've had some really shit cider. This would probably be on that level, but it seems like cider. Right. Well, well, we'll just have just have a taste of that, there, Robert. And I'll, yeah, I'll take a mouthful. Sod it. Okay. Do me a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> 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 uh, where are we? Constitution. Constitution. Oh God, eleven. <laughs> you, you drink it, and you. It does kind of taste like cider. It's not bad, but you realize it is very quickly kind of giving you a burning sensation in your throat, and I want you to take uh, one point of poison damage. Hey! <coughs> it's not bad! <coughs> um, I, I, I wouldn't drink it, though. <coughs> that, yeah, I kind of thought that might happen. Um... But yeah, so uh, Rogar's not going to drink it, but he is going to nurse it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, try and take in, like, you know, sites that you just mentioned about the people in the bar. Try and see if, like, I don't know, somebody looks, well, I know, I know old Jensen over there is probably, like, up in our face and, you know, shouting from the rooftops type of thing. But also, drunk guy, I'm thinking, Info. you know. Yeah, maybe a bit of info. So I might send Robert over um, to have a bit of a chat because I'm assuming leadership here. It's just happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep a bit of an eye on the other uh, gentleman that we don't recognize what he is. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, yeah. I don't know if I could do like a, I don't know, like a nature check or something to see if I do, if I would. No. I would say. You have never seen something that looks like this. Your best guess, without even doing a nature check, it looks reptilian, almost newt-like in terms of like the face and 
as I say, it's got this bright red skin and three arms. Uh, it is not a creature you've ever seen before in your life or read about. I kind of want to know what he is. Hmm. But also, like I say, because I've got the sense of like, I don't, I don't want to piss anybody off because obviously that's, that's the rules, isn't it? Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll keep a bit of a close eye on Robert. Uh, hmm. You know, um, talking to uh, the elderly gentleman just so he doesn't drop on the floor and start acting like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I suppose I, I'll head over to the um, old snake dude, and um, I'll go. It's like, it's hi, um, Robert here. Um, do you like cider? He barely looks up at you when you say that, and just kind of shrugs his shoulders. You see, he's like halfway through a pint of cider. Ah, uh, would you like a top up, sir? Um, um, not my cup of tea. Again, he kind of shrugs, but sort of gives you the, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll slide the glass over to him. He uh, he takes it and starts drinking it. Hmm. Yeah, my name's the name's Robert. Um, you are. Yeah, um, looks up at you, and you see this man is definitely an older snake folk. He his skin is actually quite pale, almost almost looks like an albino snake. Like it's hmm. very white scaled, and. You can see age around his eyes, and he, his body is a little bit... It's not as um, buff and burly as the uh, guards who came after you. This guy looks like he has seen a long life, and he looks up and he goes, uh, My name was Semra. Semra? Well, it's uh, pleased to be. I'm, 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 a, I'm a tourist, if you could say. I'm, I'm looking for information. Um... I've never seen this place before. I mean, it's a little village with such, you know, such a well, a nice village, but with such a grand sort of building here, it just seems out of place. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I love looking for oddities in, well, such an odd place, but this seems even odd for here. I'm just, I was just wondering if you could tell me a bit more about this place. I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm thirsty for knowledge. I'm just like, I want to know. Let's just say, I, I, I yeah, I just like to know everything I can about every place I visit. You know, I talk, like, I try, I try to figure the word here, but brain's not working. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it is, it is a tourist, isn't it? It's like, um... yeah, I'm, I'm asking for, yeah, for obviously information about the, where I'm at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm new to the area. I want to find out as much as I can. Um, that's the idea what I'm going for. It's like, you know, um, you know, you say you seem like you've been here a while. Um, you could tell me maybe the ins and outs of this place. He um he takes a big swig from the drink, basically drowns it, downs it in one go, and goes, "You sh- would best move on from Scorchhaven. This is not a place for the likes of you." Scorchhaven is this is that the name of this place? He nods. Hmm. Clearly, must you know, Sunseeker's Paradise with that name. Hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a like I say, you know, you tell us it's um, you tell us to move on. Why is that? It's, it's I would have thought a place like this, you know, blazing sunshine, you know, plenty of decent drink. Well, not to my cup, not my taste, but you know, plenty of alcohol available. You thought it'd be a hive of activity, a tourist paradise. Do me a persuasion, yeah, 17. 
17. He doesn't really meet your eyes, and he kind of looks away a little bit and goes, You ask a lot of questions. That is not safe in these parts. How so? Uh, oh, I'm only... Uh, I'm, I'm new to the area. I just want to, you know, know what's around me. You know, I'm... I'm I've seen this place. It looks interesting. I just want to learn. It once was a nice place. Not anymore. Now, now is abomination of what it once was. Well, you could, you, could you tell me what it used to be like? We were three people. And he, when he says that, he kind of slams the glass on the table a little bit. And you notice uh, Rogar, because you're still sat at the bar, it, the uh, the tavern owner looks a little bit concerned. Like, kind of shoots shifty glances at him and at your friend. And um, Samra um, starts going off a little bit more than you may have expected. He goes, This was a good place. <sighs> the people were kind. There was none of this. None of it! And he's like, slams the glass down again. And Getting the impression that this might be a little bit dangerous. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. All right, we we'll get it. Yeah, right, we'll um, go and try and uh, pacify the situation as well. Yeah, We're not not making too much of a scene about it. No, no. I, I, I say, I, I'm sorry. I didn't want to upset you. Um, and I, can I, can I offer to buy him a drink to sort of like compensate for upsetting him? Uh you can do. He. He settles down a little bit and kind of blows his head and goes, Yes, drink is all I'm good for nowadays. Some rather drunk. Fine, I've drowned my sorrows. Drown it all away. Just, just... Is, there, is there anything else you'd rather have? What would, you know, rather than a drink? Give me a persuasion. Yeah. 13. He shakes his head and doesn't meet your eyes. Mm. I'm gonna okay. say as I, as I come as I come over, well, I might pass Robert on the, you know on the way by. Um, did did I hear any of the conversation? It sounded like he was talking quite loud. Oh yeah, yeah, you definitely heard it. He was not being uh, subtle. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of like say to him, look, you say a drunk is all you're good for now. What did you used to be? Give me a persuasion. A 15. He looks at you and kind of locks eyes with you for a moment and goes, I was the elder here. This was my village. But now I am its drunk. This is my place now. And he uh, gets up and he walks over to um, one of the booths at the back, kind of a leave me alone gesture. Okay, oh, well, that, that's that's all I wanted to know. I didn't I didn't want to get any more out of him type of thing, um, you know. Uh, but it's uh, interesting to know. Hmm. So I I just seem to have annoyed him. So <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who did, got did, left? So, so other the, other than the barmaid uh, or tavern owner, whichever she is, mm-hmm. um, did anybody else like you know look up and start looking at what he was doing? Um, the strange creature you don't recognize didn't really pay any attention whatsoever, uh, and she's the only other person in the bar. 
she she was the one who was nervous. Okay. Uh, so I don't get any like feeling from her as to you know uh, I want to say nervousness about us being there. Yeah. Uh, I'd say we do me an insight check on her. Okay. Nine. Nine. You're, you're not 100% sure. She she seemed very nervous that he was talking loudly and acting out, but you don't, you're not really certain one way or the other as to why she was so nervous. Okay. Well, since he's a displaced elder, it would sound like the elder seems to, uh, I don't want to say rule this place, but kind of, you know, acts like the prophet, basically. Hmm. And Rogar happens to know a few things about prophets, or at least think he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we can either talk to the new man, um, or we can leave. And I'm guessing since he didn't look up, he's probably not one for talking. Hmm. Um, at least maybe not towards. Hmm. I don't think the "Hi, fellow stranger" is going to work. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I'm thinking, can we can we go out the tavern and like you know just have a bit of a general perception on the on the, you know the village itself? If there's anything else of of note there, other than obviously a big temple or you know any particular places where people seem to gather that aren't necessarily snake folk. Ah, uh, yeah, you can do a, a general. A recce around the village. See what you foresee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if I'd have to take like a perception. Uh, I say both of you just do me a general perception. See what you find. Yeah. So perception. A six. An eight. Eight. You wander around for a good hour, and you don't notice anything particularly out of the ordinary. You, it's this entire village just seemed to be mostly snake folk. You do see the odd other person. And it is a little bit jarring because you, you'll occasionally see like a dwarf or a half elf, but it's like one in every fifty people. It's mostly snake folk. Um, you see, there's a very small marketplace, like a few stalls that are selling, you know, foods and clothing stuff like that. Other than that, this place seems very simple. There doesn't seem to be a lot going on, at least not from what your uh, your perceptions gave you. The only thing you do notice is there's probably slightly more guards walking about than you'd expect. Do any of the market stalls appear to sell weapons? I was just thinking that. Um, Not out in the open, no. You don't see any that are selling weapons. Hmm, that's an interesting thing. So, plenty of guards. What about armour or anything like that? Like light armour? No, there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, armaments being openly right. sold. Okay. But as... Um, at the end of your sort of wander round, you do hear almost like a a bell begin to chime, a loud thud, almost like dooms out across the whole village. And you see people seem to stop what they're doing and they start making their way towards the temple. Do we make Doom follow to see what happens? Um, I'm thinking not so much follow, but I mean, can we... We stand where we can see, but not, but not remotely close. You can stand like down the street a little bit away. There is a an open area in front of the temple that seems to be where most people are congregating. 
and then you can see up a few levels of stairs there's like a, a platform which is where the priest was stood previously where the slabs are where okay. the prisoners were tied down and as this happens you watch once again they seem to lead a number of prisoners out this time only four and they tie them to the four four of the five slabs we don't recognize any of them no you do see um again none of them are actually snake folk you see there are two dwarves an orc or maybe a half orc so it's a little bit difficult to tell at distance and a um a human all get tied out and you watch as the priest you saw previously the one in the the, the nicest robes i'd say who walks out to the front of the stage and goes this is a joyous occasion the great father has revealed more betrayers in our midst we offer to you oh great serpent father more to feed your hunger for justice and he raises his dagger into the air and you see the venom begin to drip out of the snake's mouths and once again they just execute all four of these people no trial no question no anything and do me a do me an insight check of the crowd the both of us yeah both of you 15 from me <laughs> three <laughs> robert looks at his shoes <laughs> yeah robert you are a little by watching this strange snake man kind of stand there raising a dagger in the air and just brutally killing four people just seemingly <laughs> because he can <laughs> um yeah so rogar with a dean you do notice though there are people kind of cheering you, you do see the sentiment isn't completely unanimous and it's not that everyone cheering seems super into it there's some who you'd guess with the 15 are probably going through the motions you see some people have the symbol of yig uh, this um coiled serpent with a crescent mark on the head and they're kind of like raising it up and chanting yig's name but not everyone is that a uh, not that into it but they're going along with it almost um play acting yeah because otherwise they'll probably get trial okay mm. It's interesting. Uh, so, in the two sacrifices we've not seen a serpent folk get trialed. No, we haven't. That's quite interesting. So maybe. I think I, I well, I, I have an idea. I think I just thought the same thing. But we'll see. <clears throat> no, as like they're leaving the area. Mm -hmm. um, are we able to like converse with any of these people? I mean, you can attempt to uh, grab one of them for a quick chat. I'm just, I'm just thinking one of the people who look a bit more like oh, this again, like, you know, does this have to happen so often and that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, so what do you do? Do you just say hello to one of them? Is there one? They start to walk away after the display. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my idea. Uh, yes, who are, who are you? I was like, hi. Um, yeah, I'm Clownless Rogar. I am... Uh, hear from another another world let's say but i'm just wondering how often does this happen because you know a lot of you guys don't seem to uh you know 
overjoyed in having to stop your day to, you know, wander down here. When you say that, he shoots you a very pointed look and goes, do not blaspheme against the Serpent Father. And he starts to pull away from you. I don't think there was any blasphemy there. I didn't even mention his name. Um, you know, I'm not too sure you understand the, the concept. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't say any of this. I'm, uh, this is what I'm thinking. I'm just going to let him keep going. You know, if, he's, uh, if he wants to be all uppity and whatnot, he can be. Um, you get the impression from just his sheer reaction that questioning what's going on is a very quick trip to be ending up on one of those slabs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, At least out in the open with guards and yeah. loyalists about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking if we go back to the tavern, we don't speak to anybody. I'm just trying over here. Yeah, and Robert can rest as well. Mm. I don't know if I don't because uh, I'm. I'm guessing trancing isn't falling asleep. It's like a halfway state. It's difficult to to understand as someone who doesn't trance naturally, so um, elves trance instead of sleeping. Yeah. You're kind of in this halfway state between you're trying to shut down your mind and not think about things and restore yourself, but you're not physically there and physically you're already asleep. So it's kind of like you're almost sleeping, but not quite. That's why it's a much quicker process. So I could basically just go, can't handle his drink, can he? And it would kind of fit. Possibly, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to stay in the uh, tavern for four hours. Well, I'm think I want to stay in the tavern. It seems like if people get a little bit, obviously, if people get a little bit rowdy, they're going to get dragged out and quite, you know, trialed and what what such. But you know, it seems like a place to overhear. Robert gets his rest in. I'm a, mm-hmm. I am worried that by the time we finish. We'll be in another nightmare in the middle of the city mm. or village or whatever you want to call it, and that could be a big problem mm. um, because I don't know if that Rogar's not going to know a when they're coming and b if they actually have an effect on the place where we are, other mm. than just for us. Okay, so you're going to head to the tavern then, and yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So as you start walking away from the temple with the crowd, you do notice. It starts to grow darker. Not like when you were in the nightmare where it was all of a sudden went from like middle of the day to blackest pitch of night. Yes. It's, and to be fair, it's almost like the sun's in the sky dim. It's not like a true night. It's almost more like a twilight. And as you're walking away, you hear hissing. And you kind of shoot your eyes back towards the temple and these large, these massive snakes begin to slither out of the temple doors that the priests went back through. And you notice all of these snakes have a crescent symbol right in the middle of their forehead. And they begin to slither out onto the streets. And you notice the serpent folk seem to very hurriedly start going indoors as you guys start making your way probably a little bit quicker towards the tavern. Yeah, I suggest let's get let's get in that tavern. Yeah, I don't fancy hanging around for those things. So as the snakes begin their patrol for the night, I think that's where we're in the episode. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. 
So yeah, now I'm going to get drunk overnight. <laughs> <laughs> That's if they have to sell anything other than so, which I don't think they do. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about. I'm just trying to think somewhere that you can rest, and that we don't. It's it's difficult to go out and cause trouble if we sat in a corner on our own. Yeah, I agree. I and mean, you could also, like I say, if you I out, see if anyone comes in and starts talking in the meantime. Yeah, and if I have to wake you up, you fire off a spell. Yep, easy done. But yeah. Hmm. Well. I hope you both enjoyed another weird and wonderful trip in the dreamlands. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been a, I was a snake. <laughs> or a snake. Not a, not a greatly successful one, but you know, it was your first time out. Absolutely. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, well, I hope everyone listening enjoyed as well. That was uh, Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. You can find us on all major podcast providers. And if you want to chat with any of us, we're all on Twitter. I am at Treason No, and my players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. You can find our WordPress website under Gunpowder Treason No Plot and our Facebook group, also Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And well, I will turn you over to my uh, two guests to say their own goodbyes. As usual, if you enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, Europe for now. <laughs> you can also find me on those was mentioned podcasts, but you can also find me on the RAD podcast, recently resurrected from the dead. You can find us on Twitter at UKRID Podcast. We are on Facebook. And we are available on most decent podcast catchers that are out there. And you can also find my other character on the Gunpowder Trees and No Plot um, universe, shall we say. Um, Steve. That's at Steve G A O T G T N P. Got it right this time. <laughs> Wait, where you can usually find him causing complete utter shit hours of interview other other cast and crew. So, yeah, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Ta-ra. No goodbye from Bungle. Oh, would... goodbye. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Do you enjoy classic D&D antics? Do you find funny accents amusing? Do you relish a good pun? Then Shocking Gasp is the podcast for you. Join four adventurers as they try to fight the hands of fate and save the realms. It's fun. It's good times. It's Shocking Gasp. Shocking Gasp is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast, probably part of the Necropodicon Network. Visit us at shockinggasp.com. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.